Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio. Hey everyone, welcome to Right on Radio. That is right. This is the place where we talk about live right in the real world. And how do you do that? Well, I show you the real world, both visible and invisible. And then you can make your decisions on how you want to live in it. I hope you had a good New Year's Eve. This is the first show of 2024. I'm excited, folks. Uh, If there's one thing that I am pretty confident in, it's that we're going to know which way this whole thing is going by the end of this year. Um, Good or bad, I'm going to hedge a bet towards, uh, well, listen, it all depends on your perspective, uh, whether it's good or bad. Today, we're going to be talking about the planned civil war. And I don't expect this is just going to be in the United States, folks, although, you know, the world is counting on the United States in many ways. Uh, I perp- I really think that this is all planned. And if you want to know exactly where I stand, I think everyone is in on it, folks. <laughs> I think we're going to see the rising of kings and... I think we're coming, if not starting, the tribulation. That is my opinion. I may be wrong. I might not be. Uh, But one of the things I'm going to be concentrating on this year is preparing for the worst. And that means getting right spiritually with God. Uh, The name is Jesus Christ, folks. That's who I serve. And I think it's going to be more important than ever. And I'm going to be talking about what I believe God is going to do in our midst going forward. So this particular show, I have an assembly line of clips that I want to play with you. They're all fairly short. There's a couple ones that are just funny because, let's face it, we're just back from the holiday. Do you really want all doom and gloom? I certainly don't. So I've got some funny ones built in here. One I'm going to play at the beginning, one at the end. Uh, You're going to really laugh at the one at the end. Uh, And then the one at the beginning is really well done. Uh, But all of these clips I'm going to put together for you, I don't think I'm going to have to do a lot of talking. If you've been following this program for a while, you're going to know that all these things are working together. And what you're seeing here is a psychological operation that is working. And it's working on different people in different ways. And I will point out and give you some, well, perhaps an alternative way to think about some of the things as we get going. Uh, But, you know, one thing if we've learned it, and I'll just be quick about this, is You know, the biological attack is certainly possible, and to withstand that, uh, well, pray over your food, first of all, (laughs) but uh, you want to have a strong immunity system, and coffee and cookies are some of the best ways uh, from 
of course, coffee and cookies from ror.petclub247.com. That's ror.petclub247.com. Um, the first clip I'm going to play, as I mentioned, is, is comedic. It's satire. And I don't even know if it really has a title. But it's done well. And you're going to want to share this video, not just the clip I'm going to show you. You're going to want to share this video with a lot of people because it has a lot of elements in it and people can tell that there's something going on. I think you're going to be able to see a little bit more clearly by the end of today's program. So without further ado, the very first clip I'm going to play to you is I'm going to entitle, and it's a spaghetti western. Corn Pop Must Die. Corn Pop. Who's Corn Pop? Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. Who's gonna stop him? I'm the best qualified people for this job. Tex, you can't go after Corn Pop. He's killed dozens of men. For a billion worth. Excuse me. A billion four hundred trillion. A million four hundred trillion seven hundred forty million billion. Huh? Two hundred million people have died. Probably by the time I finish this talk. That can't be right. We choose truth over facts. Whatever. My point is, it's too dangerous. Why do you care so much about stopping corn pop? He poses an existential threat, and he's been stroking violence in our cities. When we were in high school. I was taken behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Well, don't go alone. At least take Black Pete with you. The great Negro of the time. Thanks. But please, don't say it like that. He looks like LLJ Cool J. The boy's got bigger biceps than my thighs. Don't call him boy. I'll help you capture Corn Pop. But I heard he's in Indian territory. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. No, 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 not that type of Indian. And for Black Pete's sake, don't say it like that. So you think you can stop me just because you teamed up with this kid? Look, fat, poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Oh, hey, don't say it like that. Now hand over, Molly. Oh, I would love to help, but I do not know what happened to Molly. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> a what? I don't know what that means. You know what that means? New to me. So, Tex, you got anything you want to say before I kill you? This is the appropriate place to make the speech I'm about to make. Yeah, sure, whatever, just go for it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men and women created by goat, you know, you know the thing. Huh? I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. The kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down straight and watch the hair come back up again. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping in my lap. And I love kids jumping in my lap. Does anybody have any idea what he's talking about? So you go ahead. You stack spaghetti sauce in a store. And you control the guy or the woman who brings out the carts on a forklift. What the heck are you talking about, Tex? Tune in to find pressure. Malarkey, coming soon to one theater in Scranton, Pennsylvania. 
it's listen that was just well done uh obviously you caught the irony why do you think they've put a puppet in that is so moronic why do you think they're showing all the corruption and making it blatant so even the lay person your neighbor can see it it's all part of the show folks and I'm going to tell you exactly where I think this show is going a little bit later. But seeing as we started off with corn pop and uh, fake ass Biden, <laughs> sorry for the words, but <laughs> it just is. Um, why don't I just play this to start? Because really, it was the beginning of all of our troubles. Start with a virus, imported into America. Talk about it nonstop. Call some governors. Nod them, nod them. That's your guys. Put patients into nursing homes. Kill thousands. Blame the president. Keep blaming. Blame some more. Lock down small business. Kill the economy. Push mail-in voting. Stoke a race war. Call for riots. Pick a candidate. No, not her. Yeah, that's more like it. Lock him in his basement. Shield him from the press. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Don't cover this. Keep doing that. Ignore the economic recovery. Downplay the world peace. Pump the pause. Pump. Pump. Don't stop pumping. Install your software in swing states. That was fast. Take control of polling stations. Call off the election when you're losing. Kick everyone out. Pull out all the extra ballots. Get the software to do its thing. Get the media to say it's over. Call the big tech guys. Ban anyone who notices. Act like the whole thing never happened. Stealing the most powerful republic in the world. It's that easy. They failed. They've only made us stronger. And 2024 is the final battle. That's going to be the big one. If you put me back in the White House, their reign will be over. And America will be a free nation once again. The final battle, 2024. You heard Trump say it. Been hearing a lot of people saying it. You know, the thing is, this has always been a battle between good and evil. And things always start in the spirit. Whether you believe in God or not, it always starts in the spirit. 
And right now, this is definitely a spiritual war that is manifesting here on earth. If you understand God to be good and the devil to be bad, and we know what God's playbook is and it's salvation through faith, well, the enemy's playbook is the opposite. It's destruction and it's chaos. And the enemy has taught man for, through the mystery schools for thousands of years the inversion of God's laws. And if he can get people willing to fight a civil war thinking it's a good thing, if he can be have people willingly doing nothing when we see all the corruption, spending the money on genocide around the world, like what's happening in the Middle East right now. And if he can have you pay for it through your taxes, are we actually giving consent? That's a question. Here's a few more short videos I want to play for you in a row. November of 2022, I was in Tijuana investigating a Muslims-only uh, mosque and migrant shelter on the Tijuana side, just two blocks from the from the wall. And when I went in there and then met Tajikistanis and Uzbekistanis and Chechens and thousands from Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, places like Iran have been brought in uh, by design, by purpose. The government knew that they were from Iran and brought them in with no vetting. Uh, Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, uh, 24 different countries that uh, where terrorist organizations operate. These people are known as special interest aliens. Nobody from those countries is supposed to come over that border without all of this screening. And from everything that I can tell, they are not doing the screening for the people that they're bringing in like this. This was before, like, uh, you know, months, several months before the administration even announced that, hey, now we're going to start bringing Haitians in on this thing. Todd Benson has been on the show for two years, three years, telling you this is happening. Where are you guys? Cut the money off. Get these people up there, not just impeach them. They should be up for criminal charges. An invasion is going on in our country. You should move the Congress down to McAllen, frickin' Texas or Laredo and stay there until this invasion has stopped. Well, we passed H.R. 2, and H.R. 2 was the most thorough border security bill I ever signed. Nobody can. There's so many laws that they're breaking right now. You're going to add in another hundred laws that they can break? In these terrorist countries, the very ones that Donald J. Trump designated to say, hey, how about this? How about let's not even let them come over here and visit? Not even come into the country. We won't even let them come and visit. Because Trump was concerned about the safety of his country and his citizens. And they tried to crucify him for that. We had a, another piece that came out of this, which showed that the administration has allowed travel authorizations for more than 220,000 immigrants to fly directly from their home countries into 43 U.S. airports. 
This is coordinated and well thought through. This is why it's just not enough to impeach them. They got to be held to criminal charges. The people that did this to our country must be held to criminal charges. This is treason. This is an active, well thought through, and financed by you invasion of our beloved republic. Full freaking stop. We've been seeing these images for three years now of all the people coming in and the numbers going up and up. And it's always military-aged males, people fleeing their country to make a better life for themselves. Don't leave their wives and homes, wives and children at home, folks. They're coming to fight. But I want to see, want you to see what the effect of this is. I'm going to play two different patriotic guys, and I think these are good, good guys. But I want to play two different videos. They're short. First one is one minute. Second one is two minutes. For those of you listening on Podbean, the audio is just fine. But I want to see, want you to see the effect of the psychological war. That is happening to you. The men who just wanted to be left alone. They try so very hard to mind their own business and provide for themselves and those they love. They resist every impulse to fight back, knowing the forced and permanent change of life that will come from it. They know that the moment they fight back, their lives as they have lived them are over. The moment that the men who wanted to be left alone are forced to fight back, it's a form of suicide. They're literally killing off who they used to be, which is why when forced to take up violence, these men who wanted to be left alone fight with unholy vengeance against those who murdered their former lives. They fight with raw hate and a drive that cannot be fathomed by those who are merely play acting at politics and terror. True terror will arrive at these people's door and they will cry, scream and beg for mercy, but will fall upon the deaf ears of the men who just wanted to be left alone. The man who just wanted to be left alone and live peacefully. Those words were very true. We're coming to a scary place, folks. And it seems to be all orchestrated. Have you considered the fact that, let's say, Trump wins? Do you not think all of these assets will be deployed at that time? Or perhaps they'll be put out ahead of time to stop having the selection. Have you ever considered the possibility that Trump won't get back into office and this was to placate the Patriots long enough to get enough people into the country. I don't know which or any of those statements are true, but it's time we prepare because this is real. But I want you to hear from another Patriot and a 
different point of view. Now it's similar to the last one he just heard, you know, the man who just wanted to be left alone. But listen to this guy. It's a great question. My thoughts on war in the United States, on, on U.S. soil. No, I love this question. Let's, let's get into it. I don't worry about I don't worry about war on U.S. soil the way a lot of people do. And the reason is simple, guys. It's simple math. I'm a numbers guy, right? Those of you that remember, if you know anything about me, I'm a numbers guy. And when you understand that we have over 10 million trained veterans, that's not your active duty. Over 10 million trained veterans in the United States at any given time. All right. Now I want you to know that there's over 11 million deer hunters in the United States, registered deer hunters, registered deer hunters. And if you know anything about deer hunting, these men have got, they've got, they've mastered the the art of camouflage. A lot of them are excellent at hiding, being completely still for hours and hours, sniping. Some of them at extreme range, it would kind of blow your mind the weapons that they have that they use to, to hunt said deer with, right? And then, and then when you understand that there's over 80 million Americans that have got registered weapons, you understand what I'm saying? Over 80 million. I don't worry about a ground invasion in the United States because there is no army on the planet that could stand up to that. And all it would take is one message coming from the Pentagon or the White House. All it would take is one message going out to the American public, telling everybody to load up. You think that the Minutemen saved America during the revolution? (laughs) You have not seen Minutemen. You have no idea what this country is really capable of. I mean, imagine five million deer hunters that answered the call. Imagine over 11 million veterans. And I said five million deer hunters because we're saying a lot of those guys are probably veterans. That's five million snipers alone. Now, what are you going to do about that? It doesn't matter what kind of weaponry you have. You are not going to stop the American will. You're not. And there's a reason that our forefathers set the Constitution up the way that they did. And so that we could all sleep easy at night. Hey, peace and love. I'm out. You know, the American forefathers were smart. And they thought about this. And that's why they put the Second Amendment in. And I agree with everything that guy just said. (laughs) I agree with everything he said. But, you know, I tend to think a little bit outside of the box. And I'm not a wartime strategist or anything like that. But there's a couple things I wanted to pick up on that he just said. First of all, he just said, you know what? It would take one shout out. So emergency broadcast system coming from the Pentagon or something like that. And these guys are going to pick up the call. Make no mistake. There's people ready 
to take up the call and do exactly what that guy just said. But what if your Pentagon and your government has been coordinating this against the American people? Allowing, and these are UN soldiers coming in, folks. Just I'm just going to call it. They're letting them in. So let me just step back and look at this in a different way. If I was, you know, planning an invasion from within and I was in control in the government in some way, and we have an armed population, how would I do it? In the middle of the night, in different areas of the country, I would turn off the lights in the middle of the night and I would send in my coordinated troops. And by the way, when the lights go out, so do the cell phones. So no area is calling other areas to warn them. And I would coordinate the attacks, decimate those areas in an evening. And then the next night, because no word got out, I would turn off the lights in a different area and I would send my soldiers in at night with no warning, with no air raid siren, with no cell phone operation. No one is calling each other to warn each other. I'm not trying to spread fear. I'm just a guy in my mid-50s. They've got millions and millions of people, probably militarily trained, all given cell phones. Maybe their cell phones will work. Maybe they're on a different band. I don't know. But the government is coordinating this against its people. So I'm going to leave you, this is a short episode, I'm going to leave you with two things. Um, the first is just, it's just funny. <laughs> it's one minute long. It's a funny clip. Now, let me just play that first. Favorite speech I've ever seen a president give. It was the night... The night the United States killed the leader of ISIS, Trump comes out of the Situation Room at like midnight in the White House, and he walks down that fucking tunnel like he's and gives a press conference, like he's giving a post-game NBA <laughs> just killed a guy press conference. He walks up in front of the entire world at midnight and just goes, "Abu Bakar Al Baghdadi is dead. He died like a dog." And <laughs> I didn't change one word of that. That's what he opened with, and then he did 40 minutes. The speech is 40 minutes. For no reason. It wasn't a prepared speech. He freestyled 40 straight. Not even a speech, just mean shit talk for 40. The meanest shit talk you've ever heard in front of the whole world. Abu. We could hear him crying. I said, Abu, don't cry. <laughs> Abu. Let me tell you something. Abu cried. He cried quite a bit. I wouldn't have cried. <laughs> Cry baby back, daddy. That's what we were all calling. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? If you go back and you think about that speech, I remember watching it live. Um, <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, before I play the final clip, there's if you've been listening to this broadcast, I've been talking about uh, dark to light for a long time. And there's a post I saw just this morning, and it's by someone I follow on X called Donnie Darkened. Um, he thinks that Christ is, or that uh, Trump is the Antichrist. I kind of disagree with him on that. Um, and don't forget, God will always put his man in there. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, at the end of the day, we're just all speculating. But he wrote a brilliant post in which I really agree with the uh, gist of it. And I want to read it to you. It's not very long. Satan is leading humanity from darkness to light through occult initiation into mystery school teachings with everything that is transpiring in the world. Just like the popular Q phrase, dark to light. In occult philosophy, darkness to light refers to a transformative journey from ignorance to spirit or spiritual darkness to enlightenment or spiritual illumination. This all goes along with the various esoteric or mystic, mystical traditions that aim to uncover hidden knowledge and attain higher levels of consciousness. Boy, we're hearing a lot of patriots talk about that stuff right now, aren't we? In the occult philosophies, darkness symbolizes the state of being unaware, ignorant, or disconnected from spiritual truth. It represents the limitations and illusions that hinder personal growth and enlightenment. Light, on the other hand, signifies knowledge, wisdom, and spiritual illumination. It represents the awakening and expansion of conscious, leading to a deeper understanding of oneself, the universe, and spiritual truths. The occult journey from darkness to light involves a process of self-discovery, inner transformation, and the pursuit of spiritual enlightenment. The goal is to transcend the limitations of the mundane world and connect with the higher realm of existence, gaining insight and wisdom that can lead to personal and spiritual evolution. But as believers, we know that Jesus Christ is the ultimate source of light and salvation. Rather than a personal journey of enlightenment, the true transformation and enlightenment come through a personal relationship with God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, rather than through the occult practices or esoteric knowledge. In the Bible, darkness represents sin, ignorance, and spiritual separation from God. Light, on the other hand, symbolizes righteousness, truth, and the presence of God. The journey from darkness to light from a biblical perspective involves a transformation of the heart and a turning away from sin. 
It is a process of repentance where individuals acknowledge their need for God's forgiveness and seek a personal relationship with him. The journey is only possible through the faith in Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of God's love and grace, and through his sacrifice on the cross, he offers forgiveness and salvation to all who believe in him. By accepting Jesus as their Savior and Lord, individuals can experience a spiritual rebirth and be filled with the Holy Spirit, who guides and empowers them to live a righteous and transformed life. It is through this transformation believers are no longer controlled by darkness or sin, but are called to live in the light of God's truth. This involves walking in obedience to God's commandments, seeking his guidance through prayer, and studying his word and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in their lives, shaping them to be more like Christ. While the concept of moving from darkness to light in present, in both occult philosophy and biblical teachings, their understanding and methods of achieving this transformation are fundamentally different. The biblical perspective maintains we must have a personal relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ, while the occult philosophy often focuses on personal enlightenment or esoteric practices. This is the bottom line philosophy of the coming Antichrist kingdom, which will be built on the idea of the revolution or breaking free of the matrix. I know it's popular to say the Antichrist system is built on slavery or taking away our freedoms but I think that's part of the deception. And that's what this whole awakening is about. It's about breaking free from the prison of the matrix and awakening to our true power. The red pill is the modern day fruit of the tree of knowledge, which is what propels this awakening. Humanity through this awakening will discover their true power, that they are God's and the consummation of the very first lie told to Eve in the garden. So thank you to Donnie Darkened. That was really well encapsulated. I've been talking about Dark to Light, of course, for a couple years now, and I think this community has a really great understanding, and we understand where it comes from, from Alice Bailey. Uh, well, it comes. It comes from the Garden of Eden. Let's be honest. Uh, he nailed it. That was a very concise explanation and comparison. So with that in mind, I want to play a... Uh, <laughs> the video is 3 minutes and 33 seconds. This was posted originally from Dan Scavino who is the digital assets operator, PR guy, you know, who runs a lot of stuff for Donald Trump. And many of you have seen this, but in light of everything that's been said on this program today, perhaps you'll have new ears to hear.
And I'm not saying that, that uh, Trump is bad. We don't know. But we do know that the end of the book has been written and it will be fulfilled one way or another. And I'll be commenting more on some details as we go forward this year and helping, I think, to prepare us all, prepare us all for the worst. And uh, we're going to aim for the best, but prepare for the worst. Without further ado, here is this video. Enjoy it. It's done well. They're going after Trump, and if they can get Trump, it means they can get you, they can get me, they can get all of us. Uh, he is standing in the way, and, and that can sound like a campaign slogan, but it's very true. Now we're approaching the most important battle of our lives. Now, for the very first time in American history, a sitting president, DOJ, has indicted his top political rival ahead of the presidential campaign. When they indicted me for nothing, I said, now the gloves are off. Now we have to say if I can achieve it first.
get back power. I don't really want to have peace with these people who did this to us and are continuing to do this to us. We have to turn the tables on them, give them a dose of their own medicine, and then we can even the playing field, and then we can discuss unity. You know, that video was really well done. Obviously, if you were able to watch it, the imagery is strong. If you were listening to it, the audio is strong. It's a popular song. But it is part of a psychological operation, one way or another. It's propaganda. So it is part of a psychological operation. And listen, is it possible that God has his hand on Donald J. Trump. Well, not only is it possible, I'll guarantee it, because God picks everybody who gets into power. It's by God's permission. Now, the question remains, is God going to give us another chance to live in peace and harmony and be reunited with him? Or, is he going to be fulfilling the end of his book? I'm considering doing a uh, small series that was placed on my heart today. I haven't fleshed out to even know if it works or if there's anything there. But if uh, I, th I think God's going to give us the answers. No one knows the hour or the time. But we have a good God. And he loves his bride. And if you are part of the body of Christ, we're already in his kingdom. We have a lot to be hopeful for. And we have a lot to be thankful for. So what can you do? Well, you got to start preparing. And one of the ways you do that is to just turn your heart to God. Love your God. Put him before everything else. Love those who God has knitted with you, your family. Love your neighbor as yourself, just as you were commanded. And literally, get out and make a difference in your community. Get to know your neighbors. It could be important. <laughs>